Welcome to Follow Talks with Cynthia. It's been a very long three weeks of nothing, no publishing anything, no content, no word, no nothing, like I said before. But it was mostly because I did not want to come and just speak nonsense. I've not been feeling very well these past three weeks. It's not an excuse, but also it would hinder my... uh, my ability to deliver the content that I believe is useful to anyone listening to this podcast. So anyway, this is me saying I'm back. And to make up for the three weeks of no content at all, there's going to be a podcast per day, an episode per day on the podcast. So you can always keep checking in and you'll keep getting different, different podcasts. This is just Follow Talks with Cynthia, where we debunk the mental health crisis in Uganda There's not much to go about mental health in Uganda in terms of information and data and whatnot. And mostly it's because in a typical Ugandan society, mental health is looked at as a weakness. It's not looked at as an actual illness. Let's say you need to go to, you're feeling depressed one day and you just suddenly, you know, people who are depressed, I'm not talking about people who are feeling depressed, I'm talking about people who are depressed. People who are depressed are non-functional, not because they want to, and not because they're weak, but in a typical Ugandan society, it's taken as weakness. That's why you keep hearing people say, get over it, you know, Don't let yourself fall. Get over it. But someone has already fallen anyway. And it's okay to keep telling someone to not let themselves fall. I think it's a good thing. But also, while you're not letting yourself fall, are you being mindful of your mental state? Because you might be in denial just because you don't want to let yourself fall. But back to my point, there's not much information on mental health in Uganda, mostly because of the traditional society, like I said, and we're also ignorant about mental health. I remember growing up in schools, in boarding schools, there was always, uh, I think every education institution, that's the good thing that Uganda has done. Every education institution has a counselor, but are they trusted? They're not, you know? Uh, I remember in school, most of the time, whenever someone would say, I want to go see the counselor, a lot of times, you know, friends would just tell you, you know what, if you're going to see the counselor, get ready for the worst because they will reveal every single thing you tell them. I don't think it's true in all cases because I think there's some counselors in education institutions who actually help someone come out of what they're going through. But there's also the counselors that they just destroy everything i'll talk about it in another episode not now this episode today is just to shed more light on depression because i realized what i had previously recorded and published did not really give a very good insight on depression especially because uh, i've had lots of people asking me in the past few days well, past three weeks, since I've been away for three weeks, <laughs> this past three weeks, that uh, what's the difference between feeling sad and feeling depressed, you know, feeling depressed and the actual, actual depression. And then there's also the mild depression and then there's severe depression. When we look at uh, back to 
the typical Ugandan society. There is nothing like you're feeling depressed. In a typical Ugandan society, there's nothing like you're feeling depressed, whether you're at home or at school or at work. They'll tell you, stop being a child, stop being lazy, stop being uh, sad, just get over it, whatever it is, just get over it and get this done, move on, you know? You're holding us back. Or someone will probably say, you know what? If you're feeling this way, you tell me so I can get someone else to do it since you obviously don't want to do it. It's not that someone does not want to do certain things or to be who they are, but depression, like I said, it's it's not a weakness. It's an actual illness. If you're going to, someone could decide to stay at home because they have flu and they're really down with the flu. Why isn't the same thing happening with depression, you know, because it's an illness, but people don't see that. You're going to be um, told a lot of times that, you know, now what's making you depressed? You don't need a reason to be depressed. So again, what's the difference between feeling shitty and being actually depressed? How do you tell that you're actually depressed? How do you tell that you need help? How do you tell that you will survive it? Do you actually need help, if any? In the Ugandan society, you're not allowed to say that you need help. Like I've said over and over and over and over again in a typical Ugandan community, if you say you need help, because of depression you want to go talk to a professional about it and see how to go about it once again you're going to be called weak you're going to be called a child and you're going to be called um well it's not exactly being called but there is a common saying those are things that white people do it's not a white people thing it can happen to anyone whether black or white or rich or poor or whatever and like i said before the, the recent studies showed that 66 million women in africa are suffering from depression and that 66 million is not looking at black white or arab or whatever it's not looking at rich or poor or middle class it's not looking at educated or not educated. The, the thing is depression. It just reads depression. Depression is like any other illness. It does not discriminate. It attacks anyone. And people who tend to have these feelings, they feel like it's their fault. You feel like, oh my God, what's wrong with me? Am I the problem? What, what have I done? What have I done to deserve this? Maybe I'm the problem. No, you're not the problem. When you get malaria, when you get typhoid, when you when you uh, fall sick with a, when you fall down with a cold, you don't blame yourself, okay? You blame um, other known causes, but because it's depression and people don't know much of the things, like you can't see depression, so you tend to blame it on yourself because it it ends up looking uh, imaginary. It's not imaginary; it's a real thing, and I don't think people can really understand depression if they haven't if they haven't really seen it firsthand but it takes you to a deep 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 dark place a person who's depressed is non-functional at all but once again it's not because it's what they want it just happens 
and again you don't need a reason to be depressed you can't you can't even uh test depression say with a blood test or whatever that's not how you can test depression which even becomes more confusing to people and making people uh come up with different things to cover up their ignorance about the topic of uh depression like i said before depression can be on its own a singular condition but it can also be a sign of a different mental health condition which is sad but it is manageable i'd like to tell everyone that depression is treatable you can cure from depression of course there's the numbers that there's a 50% chance of depression reoccurring in the first year of you healing from it and that's fine you know that's fine and then there's the 80% chance of depression reoccurring after you've healed from it like so many years or you know so much time so many years after you've healed from it and that is also fine i'd like to emphasize the point that depression starts from the brain in the previous podcast that i published um we talked about how depression is caused by genetic and environmental factors the genetic factors this is where we talk about um you have a family member who is suffering from depression or who has suffered from depression in the past that makes the relatives of this person uh likely to suffer from it also it increases the chances of these people getting the depression too and that's it's just genetics you know it's just genetics it's nobody's fault it happens and you know you just move on with it and then there's the environmental factors say you've been through a traumatic experience maybe sexually abused physically abused emotionally abused say you 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 lost you you had a very big loss grief different things can cause that but then like i said before you don't need a reason to fall into depression you can be at the peak of your career you can be at the peak of you know uh success and everything is moving on so well and you just drop and that's it and that's okay that's okay you don't need a reason once again to be depressed um when you look at um the brain uh there's another cause where 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 I say you don't need uh, a reason you see how people get kidney failure or people get uh diabetes or people get um problems with the eyes someone is short sighted or long sighted or you know it's a, the brain is a normal body organ just like the eyes the kidney the pancreas the liver it's 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 a normal body organ so what happens is with this chemical imbalance is the chemicals that are responsible for your moods get lower when they get lower you stop uh of course your emotions are going to be you know messed up you'll be feeling low and what and what and what but it's the same thing that will happen to your kidney say you get kidney stones or you have kidney failure it's the same thing because the brain the brain is also an organ it's a body organ it happens you know you're not going to blame yourself for suddenly having um a problem with your liver you know maybe there's some factors that could push to it like lifestyle and what not but it's it's an organ and it has failed you know 
it, it's not really your fault. What you have to focus on is getting better. Don't focus on, uh, don't focus on, oh my God, it's my fault. Oh my goodness, I did this. Don't focus on that because it's going to get you even more and more and more and more depressed. Back to um, the difference between feeling sad, uh, feeling shitty, feeling depressed, and actually having depression. When you feel sad, um, let's say you lost your job. It's normal for you to feel sad. You know, it, it, it obviously sparks some feelings of sadness and discontent and you get low self-esteem. You just feel so, 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 so bad. You lose someone that's grief, you know, there's that, you know, and then they, but you're still, you're still, you know, going about your normal things. You can even laugh here and there and whatnot. And then there's the actual depression. So for the actual depression, people have been asking me, how do you tell, how can you tell that you're depressed? Yeah. How can you tell that you're depressed? You can tell that you're depressed. Um, there's nine, there's nine signs and symptoms that I'm going to give you here. And if you have five, if someone has five of these symptoms for two weeks constantly, and by constantly in these two weeks, I'm talking about on a daily basis, like on each and every day of those two weeks, most of the day you're having these symptoms, these signs. It, uh, it could, it, it probably means you're depressed. Most likely you are depressed. But also I'd like to emphasize that I don't mean depression lasts two weeks and you're fine. Depre this is going to be in a span of two weeks, but it's going to be occurring for over five or six months or a year. There's people who can actually be in this state, not just for those two weeks, but consistently for even years, you know? Uh, the first sign is a depressed mood, you know, that mood, that mood where like people say you're feeling shitty, uh, you're sad, you're empty, you're feeling sad, you're feeling sad, you're feeling empty. And this is happening on every single day of these two weeks, every single day, just feeling sad, you're feeling empty. And for children and teenagers, they're very irritable, you know. Well, even adults, but the irritability is more common in children. You know, a child is not going to tell you they're feeling empty. It's, it's rare. They might, but it's, it's very rare that a child tells you, oh, I'm feeling empty. I'm feeling empty. They, I don't think they, they can tell that. But if, you, if there's a child that can, well and good. But they're very, very, very irritable. They're very irritable. The tiniest thing will make them throw a tantrum for hours. A tantrum so big that you, you don't even understand where it came from. That's for children and, uh, and teenagers. But it can also transgress to adults. The second sign is you literally can't enjoy anything at all let's say you've been you, you've been a party goer suddenly a party doesn't even sound like anything to you or you had hobbies say you loved swimming you loved uh 
maybe you loved working out maybe you loved um writing or singing or dancing and these things really brought out the best in you like the very 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 best in you suddenly you can't enjoy any of these you don't find pleasure in doing any of them and not only don't you find the pleasure but you don't even have the will to do it you know um there's a the, the third is weight loss or weight gain this is coupled with changes in your appetite the weight loss and the weight gain like like people say when you're stressed some people lose weight when they're stressed and others gain but i'm talking about in these two weeks like it's dramatic like a dramatic weight gain or a dramatic weight loss in these two weeks that can also be a sign and your appetite it can either shoot shoot for the sky they always say the sky is the limit <laughs> or it can really 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 be so low that you, you just don't want to eat anything you're not even hungry you just don't want to eat anything the fourth sign is uh, insomnia or hypersomnia the average sleeping time for a person is eight hours that's the average and basing on individuals from in, from individual to individual you all have your own um times you know you know yourself you know your body if suddenly uh, on average if suddenly you're sleeping in under five hours you know you've been like a long sleeper and suddenly it's just five hours or less and then you just don't have sleep anymore or if it's hypersomnia where it's uh, the average is 10 hours sleeping for 10 hours or more you've seen these people who sleep the whole night the whole day the whole evening the whole night the whole day the whole there's a problem there's a problem the next sign is being slow or restless most of the time you'll hear someone say oh i can't even lift my legs i can't even lift my hands it's a serious thing it's a very 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 serious thing and it it can also impact on that like it 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 can be that bad you know like i said before the brain controls everything so once the brain is down i.e if you're feeling depressed if you're having depression a lot of things are not going to work this takes me back to the chronic pain these people who have chronic pain for years and you can't even diagnose it because there's no problem apart from depression but like i said you can't have a blood test for depression you have to look deeper within yourself and then you feel tired low energy there's low energy there's, tired. there's no will to do anything you'll have people who won't even bathe they won't even bathe they won't even make their beds they won't clean up they, they they just will just stay in bed and lay there too lazy someone's too lazy to even switch on their laptop or switch on their tv that's probably a sign too but then again i have to stress that these symptoms have to go on for two weeks on most of the days uh, most of the hours of the days for each and every day of the two weeks you feel worthless and you have um, excessive guilt it could be guilt over just small small things and you know things that you haven't even done 
like I said, you feel guilty for feeling that way. You know, you feel guilty for feeling the way you feel, but you can't do anything about it because, well, your brain has decided to put a stop. And there's nothing you can do about it. You feel worthless, completely worthless. You just feel like you're, you're falling down something and you can't do anything about it. Imagine having a nightmare and you're falling down a bottomless pit, a very dark bottomless pit. You're screaming for help and there's just no help coming you just don't see an opening there's no light at the end of the tunnel in any case it's not a tunnel because it's a bottomless pit very dark one at that there's just no hope you know you lose everything you lose uh, the next one is you lose focus and concentration this uh, this tends to affect even your memory you get memory loss a lot you're going to forget where you put your keys you're going to forget um, where you put your phone you know, things that you usually don't expect to forget, you just forget them. And you, you're obviously not concentrating, you're not focused on anything because you're just down. Like I said, you're non-functional. You just can't focus on anything, you know. You're, you're feeling very, very shitty and you can't project your mind to concentrate on something for even five minutes. You just you know you you know you're in a state where you're paying attention and then somehow you just drift away and you don't even realize that you've drifted you know you just come back to it and you're like oh there was this and then the memory loss is very very serious but it's also in connection with this no focus and uh, loss of concentration and then the last sign is the suicidal thoughts guys this is when you you have to start taking depression seriously if you ever get the suicidal thoughts i'm going to talk about suicidal thoughts um in the next episode there's passive suicidal thoughts and then there's active suicidal thoughts let's say you're having a run and then you pass by in uganda let's say you pass by the ldus you pass by um those security forces that are that have decided to make themselves known for funny things like shooting people anyway let's say you're running past them and you start imagining ah what if they shoot me what will happen what if they shoot me and i die or you pass by uh, a road in uganda we have very interesting roads you pass by a road and the ditch is just so big and you know that that is an accident waiting to happen if it hasn't already happened in most cases it already has you're passing by that ditch and you're like hmm if i fall in there whoo lovely death or you're at a very high building skyscraper and you're at the balcony and you're looking down and you're like imagine falling off from this so that is those are the passive suicidal thoughts and uh they tend to vary you know some people are just creative and they're just thinking like that but also um it's something that needs to be taken very very seriously whether passive or active now the active ones is where someone sits down and actually hatches a plan to kill themselves someone is going to is going to sit down and look at um something say go online google where can i buy cyanide do you know but it's not to do anything just to kill themselves or someone goes on google and you know search for you know a gun plug or a drug plug so that they can use it on themselves and then they die this is when someone gets to this point 
please don't be there for them by don't be there for them i mean don't even start trying to talk them out of it don't run with them to a medical facility immediately take them to a medical facility let professionals handle that person because that person is a very big danger to themselves by the time someone reaches that point I don't think there's um, any amount of talking that is going to help them just take them to a safe place where there is medical people who will know how to handle this situation because it's very very serious for someone to get suicidal and in Uganda people blame those that commit suicide a lot it's even a tradition to punish the dead body of someone that has committed suicide like beat it up suicide is something very very dark it's not death is not funny you know when someone commits suicide it's it's i, I can't even explain it it's just so dark that is a very very dark place you know no one commits suicide out of a joke nobody in this past month there's been four men that committed suicide in Uganda over one cause just one cause um not one for all of them but the cause is the same for each of them just different circumstances uh relationship problems you know you're disappointed in the person you're dating or the person you're married to and you just decide to kill yourself and a lot of people were making fun of that i found that very 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 sad that we have such a toxic community and yet there's so many people going through a lot that they can't even explain themselves you know the saddest thing about depression is you cannot you cannot know what you don't even know you know if if you understand what i'm saying you can't help yourself with something that you don't even understand yourself it takes me back to the point that people keep blaming themselves please don't blame yourself uh and then feeling sad let's go back to feeling sad the feeling of sadness that is different from actual depression where you feel like everything is just so hard or you're constantly crying it's not a bad thing to constantly cry or to obviously feel like everything is hard things are hard life is hard if you want to cry let it out but if you have five of the symptoms of the nine symptoms that i mentioned before for every two weeks uh for two weeks constantly and on each and every day most of the day you feel those signs please 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 get in touch and we could get you some help another thing that is very very important when dealing with depression is you have to understand how much it is affecting you it takes me back to mindfulness please be mindful not just of yourself but of other people as well be very very mindful uh think about uh, empathy is a very important factor in this once you learn to be empathetic and learn to be understanding of other people you might actually start to feel the same way about yourself you'll be more empathetic about yourself and you'll start to understand yourself and you'll get to understand the different um moods where am i like this on certain days where am i like this on certain days but also once again i have to stress if you're feeling any of the five nine symptoms i'm going to say them again 
a depressed mood that's one where you feel sad empty irritable the second is you just can't enjoy anything the third is weight loss or weight gain so there's differences in your appetite uh that was the third the fourth is insomnia or hypersomnia that's where you sleep a lot less or you sleep a lot more the fifth is being slow or restless the sixth is having low energy you're just tired all the time the seventh is you're feeling really really worthless and you have excessive guilt over things that you can't even control the eighth is you've got no focus you can't concentrate on anything and lastly you're having suicidal thoughts for suicidal thoughts please get help and if you're having the passive suicidal thoughts try to address that too you know try to find a way to address that but if you know of anyone who's having active suicidal thoughts people having active suicidal thoughts that's a point of no return they are probably never going to think about helping themselves so if you know anyone that's going through this please get in touch or find a medical you know personal sorry find a medical professional to come and work on this person because this person needs to be put in a safe place where they can only and strictly come out after being under control and after uh having different reviews of medical experts and after they've been they've healed from that situation because once again guys suicide is not a joke it's not something to be made fun of people don't commit suicide because they want to it's just a very dark place for someone to want to kill themselves and once again these are signs that you have to experience for two weeks two weeks um on most on uh, all the days for most of the day you know but it can go on for months even years thank you for listening that's it for this week follow talks with cynthia next will be me talking about suicidal thoughts just understanding suicide what is suicide how does it come about how can i help how can i do this how can i do that but the beginning of helping yourself when you're coming when you're thinking about depression is to start from how much is it affecting you how much is it affecting you when you start with how much is it affecting you you get to understand that you need to do something about it because you'll be like oh i can't go to work i've failed so many relationships of mine i've failed to connect with anyone or anything i'm out of touch most of the time you'll find someone saying i've lost myself when you find out how much it is affecting you and you write that down i always encourage people to write these things down write it down and each time you wake up look at it you know look at it even when you're feeling your worst and then after finding out how much it's affecting you and seeing that you actually need help on top of getting the help while you're getting the help try to find out why without blaming yourself depression is treatable and we can fight it together thank you that's it for this that's it for today i was going to say this week but i'm releasing more tomorrow <laughs> so it's not that for this week but that's it for today thank you for listening to follow talks please subscribe and follow me on all tweet on all uh, social media handles twitter instagram facebook you can always dm me if you have a concern or two and i'll be able to address it for you that's it for today thank you once again love you take care of yourselves take care of your friends don't forget to be mindful 
be mindful be empathetic be understanding and always always look after yourself take care stay safe wash your hands wear a mask social distance quarantine if you need that and just stay safe